This is the Awesome Hour coming at you from gradio.ca. You can catch us every Friday at 7. Stay awesome. This episode of the Awesome Hour is brought to you by Concept Beard Co. Put it in your beard. Beard oils and bombs, handcrafted for the discerning gentleman. Go to conceptbeard.com and use Awesome at checkout and save yourself 10%. Hey, on today's episode, we, we do high-five stage dives, Awesome Hour style. Hit the drop. Welcome to the Awesome Hour. I am the smartest man alive! This is the source for all the things you didn't or even want to know, including all our bad life choices and mistakes, so you can stay awesome. The Awesome Hour. Hey, I'm Alec. This is Ivan. And today on the episode, we're doing a tribute to my favorite podcasts <laughs> of past, Hi-Fi and Stage Dives. And to one of mine and Ivan's favorite bands, the Insane Clown Posse. I'm not going to lie. I listened to a lot of fucking Insane Clown Posse when Dude, I was Dude, one of my first vinyls was The Wraith, Shangri-La. Nathan what bought it for hell? me. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, he bought me the sixth Joker's card from the first deck. It was cool. That's how they did all their albums. It was yeah. all the Joker cards. They're doing another set, apparently. Really? I thought. I always thought with the sixth Joker card, they would kill themselves. Because like, that was the end of the Dark Carnival, right? Right. But anyways, we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk all about the Insane Clown Posse and Juggalos and stuff. First and foremost, Ivan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm here. <laughs> That's a start. Um, so let's get into it. Okay. Let's talk about... The, okay, uh, before we get before we get into it, I'm going to let you drive this. You okay. Can, you can drive it. I see... See if uh, I can still drive this car. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the Insane Clown Posse, often abbreviated as the ICP, is an American hip-hop duo composed of Violent J, Joseph Bruce, and Shaggy Two Dope, originally Two Dope, Joseph Usler. Yeah, the two Josephs. Like I did not know both that's their the, names. That's were like Joseph. super um, Joseph and Joseph. That's um, very my two Josephs. Religious sounding. My like, two Josephs. It's very Catholic. Well, apparently they're a religious band. Didn't you hear? They came out and said that they're religious when? just recently. Like they're their religious. own religion. Yeah, dark. it's crazy how got, they yeah. got there. So though. they founded in fucking Detroit in 1989, which I didn't know that. But they met in '85. Right? Wrestling. Yeah. Backyard, Backyard wrestling. They would build fucking, um, uh, fucking those are the things they wrestle in. Um, a ring? Ring, thank you. Because <laughs> I couldn't ring? put the square and the ring together. A, a ring wrestling, circle. yeah. But they would build them in fucking, they would wrestle in backyards. Some of the old, like, they had, like, VHSs you could order, and, like, the backyard wrestling was a thing, man. Like, a huge, it was the same thing as backyard fighting. That was, like, when fucking uh, Kimbo Slice came into the UFC. It's, but this is this predates that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, they met backyard wrestling in a, a suburb of Detroit. Yeah. Something Oaks, small Oaks uh, or something. Uh, had it here somewhere. Some sort of oaks. But that's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous to think that they were going to fucking uh, do it. No, it's not in here. I thought it's in there somewhere. I'll find yeah. it when we're going through the whole thing. Anyways, so they met wrestling 85. Yep. 89, they start spitting some game. Yeah, and they didn't even do it. They just did it. To They did it. Because they would listen to like Beastie Boys and stuff and when NWA they were wrestling. And when they were wrestling. Shit. Yeah, and it's, so they fucking did it and they never... Yeah, so from what I gather is like, so they form ICP, which isn't, they don't have the clown shtick yet. They're the inner city posse. Yeah. And they have a song <laughs> called Dog Pound or Dog Beats or something. 
and it's not getting any radio play. Okay, well, I'm pr- I'm, even, I'm, going, on there. I'm going even faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were originally known as the JJ Boys and the Inner City Posse. You got her. So they almost become like a gang. Violent J goes to jail, does some jail time. So Joseph Bruce, but he goes to jail for fucking robbery and like fucking like big hard, boy no, shit. Yeah, he wasn't fucking around. He gets out of prison. He goes pro wrestler. He's yeah. now pro wrestling with the likes of Rob Van Dam. Oh my Sham. So that he, was an ECW, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets out of wrestling because he doesn't like the fucking uh, the politics behind the stage, behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah, yeah. So. During his wrestling career, he becomes even more like he gets real tight with Two Dope, Shaggy Two Dope, mm-hmm. Joseph Usler. Mm-hmm. So they're just like they're like fuck it, let's get out of wrestling and let's double down on this fucking rap game. So they come out with a single. Do you have the name of the single? Uh, no. Yes, Big Money Hustle. Where the fuck is it? It was here somewhere. Dog Beat was their first radio play, but they couldn't find a radio a hip hop because they were white rappers. Yeah. So they weren't taken seriously in the rap game because they were white rappers. Yeah, and they were they were not they're not very they were normal good. looking people. No, like I just blows they're straight Detroit fucking white trash. Hundred percent in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, so like they were fucking wearing white beaters with spaghetti stains, <laughs> with Robo- cut off shorts that were fucking frayed. Robocop. With, yeah, no legit. It was fucking Robocop. They cut their teeth in suburbia wrestling each yes, other. Yes, they did. So, anyways. So yeah, take it from there. <laughs> okay, so um, after all that, they formed their own professional wrestling federation uh-huh. <laughs> called the Juggalo Championship Wrestling, and later collaborated with many well-known hip hop uh, hip hop artists and rock like Kid Rock was on on one of their albums. Yeah. Um, fuck, who else was on there? I can't remember. There was a bunch of other fucking weird uh, people on there. Uh, they also fa- they they founded their independent record label Psychopath Records with Alex Ab- Ab- Abyss- Abyssis I can't say his name as their manager and producing and starting in started started in the feature films uh, Big Money Hustler and Big Money Rustler have you ever watched those movies? no I can't say that I watched those you gotta go watch those okay. movies like I watched Big Money Hustler like my cousin Nathan got me into ICP that yeah. was like I will I will be honest with you I enjoyed the ICP for about five to six years. Like I, <laughs> I actively enjoyed listening and ICP type stuff because they crazy. they were doing it. They were fucking. It was new. And it was different. But it was like I I came from wrestling, so like they wrestled. You're like also my mom and, redneck. My mom and dad didn't like rap, so they were <laughs> rapping about crazy shit. But you, the part you missed was how they took on the clown shtick. Oh yeah, it's right here. So they don't. So they team up with local producer and DJ Isham, mm-hmm. right? I believe. You is think it Isham? Isham? Something like that. Yeah. And he, that dude, openly raps about Satan and stuff. And they were right. like, I don't know if we want to like straight up rap about Satan. Yeah. So they take this like weird dark carnival aspect, and the Joker cards, and this like traveling circus of like doom. And that's where they start to so this, take on. Yeah, the, the songs of the Insane Clown Posse center are center thematically on the mythologically a mythological of the dark con- carnival. I can't talk okay. and metaphorical limbo in which the lives of the dead are judged by one of their several entities. Yeah, that's what it's based those off. Those are the six Joker cards. Yeah, right. So okay, um, so that that happens. So nine. So the the first the Carnival of Carnage, the first set of Joker cards come out. Ninety four drops, Ringmaster number one hits. 
that album goes gold. Yeah. So Ringmaster is the first album that they drop under the Carnival of Carnage. It goes gold. It's then followed in 95 with Riddlebox. Riddlebox goes platinum. Mm -hmm. So the ICP have two platinum and five gold records, and they've sold 6.5 million copies in North America as of 2007. Yep. So that, you got to think, that's 12 years ago. That Mm -hmm. number has only gone up since then. At that point, too, they established and they had dedicating following of Juggalos. See, okay, do you know the story (laughs) behind Juggalos? Because that's what I didn't look up Juggalos. I kept it just to the ICP. So we'll stop. We'll take a break from the 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 riddle box. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. we'll stop at riddle box. So. Because it gets interesting with Great Malenko. Disney gets involved. Yeah, yeah. Mouse gets involved. So a Juggalo or the feminine Juggalette. Yeah. Or the Spanish one is Juggala. Okay, it sounds is like a fan, Right? That's what I thought, too. Is a fan of the group Insane Comp Posse or any other psychopathic record hip-hop group. Juggalos have developed their own uh, idio- idiosyncrasies, idiocracies, Think something like that, slang, uh, and characteristics. Gathering of the Juggalos, jug- Juggalos, alternatively known as The Gathering, yeah. is a notable annual festival held by the Juggalos and the artists and their support, and they... There's a number of documentaries Dude, that have gone Busta to... Busta Rhymes, Ice, Ice Cube, MC Hammer, uh, in his first 11 events... Tom fest- Green. Yeah, like it was they, they, a two-day event, and they just fucking party. They had an average attendance of 10,000 fans with a peak of 20,000 on a fucking show in a festival in 2010. So the term originated during 19, uh, a 1994 performance in the Insane Clown Posse during the song The Juggala. Yeah, Violent J addressed the audience as Juggalos, and the positive response uh, resulted in Violent J and Shady Two Dope using the word thereafter to refer to themselves and their friends, family, and fans, including the other Psychopath Records artists and fan base, uh, boomed following the release of their album Riddlebox in '95. So that's just because he said, called him a Juggalo during the fucking. Turn a concert, it turned into an FBI gang. That's crazy. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so so ninety five Riddle Box drops. Yeah. Ninety seven Great Malenko drops under Hollywood Records. Hollywood Records is owned, owned by, by the Disney. House of Mouse, yes. which is owned by Disney. It drops at like number eight on the billboards. It sells like eighteen million copies day of. Yeah. Within 24 hours of that record dropping, they pull it. They pull it. There's yeah. a uh, all tour like the tours canceled. Everything. All in-store autographs are canceled. The records pulled off the shelves. Um, House of Mouse is now backpedaling because they take heat from the Westboro Baptist Church, Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, saying that they're turning their back on traditional family yeah. values because they have shows like Ellen. They have the insane clown posse. Disney's promotion of uh, quote unquote gay days. Gay days at yeah the for at Disneyland. Sh- yeah, because you were like they supported the LGBT yeah. to have their own day. Um, dude, it's nuts. It did not fit the Disney image, is exactly what they said, which because makes, of its inappropriate inappropriate lyrics. Which makes total sense. Which uh, they claimed were offensive to women. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to the Insane Clown Posse? The dating game? Hello. Oh, holy <laughs> fuck, met Cherry Pie. Cherry Pie, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Just vile lyrics. Anyways, <laughs> like I did think I was like listening to this when I was like, and they wonder right? where toxic masculinity comes from. Oh my god. 
Um, so yeah, 97 happens, all that. So it's recalled. There's a documentary called Shockumentary. Yep. So they use this documentary to drum up the re-release of The Great Milenko and tracks that were cut from it on Forgotten Freshness, Volumes yep. 1 and 2. And I think Island ended up putting out The Great Milenko. So um, where is it right here? $1 million to purchase the Insane Composite uh, Battery Drive and BMG Records. But Island ended up, they did end up buying them. Yeah. Uh, once Island bought them, that's when they went platinum. Yeah. Because Island actually promoted them. Yeah, because as for what Island they Death were. Jam. Because what they were, yeah. yeah. It was in the, they were in the right place at that point. So 97, Great Malenko. 97 also brought the Great Eminem feud. Oh, yeah, dude. So apparently the story is Eminem, who was an unknown rapper at the time. MC. MC, yeah. a la Sweaty Palms, Mom Spaghetti, yeah. used them on a promotional poster to try to drum so up. So I got the thing that he okay, said go. here. Um, so they were uh, – Bruce took uh, Misery to St. Andrews Hall. Where Eminem, then an unknown local MC, approached Bruce and, according to Bruce, handed him a flyer advertising. And Bruce was their manager, I believe. No, Bruce, as in Violent J. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, released the um, for his release party of the Slim Shady EP. So this okay. is Slim Shady. This ain't no fucking around. This is a big album yeah. drop. The flyer read, featuring appearances by Esham, Kid Rock, and ICP in, br- in brackets, maybe. Yeah. So and it was then, more or less just to try to drum up. So Bruce asked why Eminem was promoting a possible Insane Composse appearance without first contacting the group. Bruce said that Eminem explained, it says maybe, maybe you will be there. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you right now. You guys coming to my release party or what? Bruce upset of it all, Violent J, over not being consulted, responded, fuck no, I ain't coming to your party. We might have if you have would have asked us first before putting your fucking flyer like this, putting out your flyer like this. And like, I'm not going to side with the insane clown posse, but those guys, they had to fight tooth and nail to get to where they were at that point. Yeah. So for someone just to be like coattails and then like, but Eminem, if you knew, if they knew Eminem, of course they, Detroit, they know, no there's no fucking they way. No one, everybody knew Eminem. Yeah. Like, come on. If he was releasing the slim shady EP, you knew Eminem. So they felt the heat. That's yeah. all it was. They, they felt, felt the threatened. Heat. Yeah. So, so the EP drops, whatever the feuds on, Eminem then drops the Marshall Mathers LP. That <laughs> yeah. puts him on the map. In There's a big a bad way. skit in that about uh, fucking this is ICP. So good. Fucking. This, is, this is so good. That's why I say Ken Kniff. Yeah. I'm like, where's my Ken Kniff? I'm talking yeah. about my knife. Yeah. Right? Um, so Bruce reported that Eminem attacked the group in a radio interview. Bruce and Usler first reported by uh, uh, responded by referring to Eminem alter ego as Slim Anus yeah. on an 85 bucks an hour. So you can fucking for eighty five bucks an hour, yeah. uh, and it debuted on some fucking on the albums or later in ninety nine, releasing a parody of Eminem's "My Name Is" entitled "Slimanus." <laughs> My name is Slimanus. Yeah, right? it works. It, later, you can't fault in the insane clown posse for not being entertaining. No, by no means. And They're then that's when fucking Eminem fucking. He's shot back depicting the members of the Insane Clown Posse having sex with a fictional homosexual Ken Kniff. Yeah. In the skit, he says the shaggy two dope. He's like, oh. He's like, Eminem, Eminem. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? And he like, gets up and leaves. Oh, man. So um, that feud goes on until 2005. Yeah. And then when it's crushed with Proof, rest in peace, Proof, mm-hmm. and D12 yeah. put it to bed. So that's that, fucking nuts at D12. And- yeah. But that's another Detroit thing. Yeah. 
So, anyways, so that so ninety seven was a very big year for them. Between, yeah. Great Malenko, Eminem. <laughs> um, so they dropped the Jekyll Brothers, ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Jekyll Brothers is one of my favorite <laughs> of them. I just love it. And like the cool thing about the uh, the what's it called the Insane Clown Posse albums is they all came out like remember when you get a CD mm-hmm. and it was always clear plastic. Yep. With the Insane Clown Posse, it was like Great Malenko came out I think in orange. Uh, oh, the Jekyll yes. Brothers had yes. two different albums, so yes. the Jekyll One and Jekyll Two. Yep. One was red and one was orange, mm-hmm. and each had a different song that wasn't on the other. So like which it was, one was green. Green was uh, Riddle Box. Was it Riddle Box? Yeah, I, I, I remember I the green and the green one. For, like for some reason, it's just like eh, green. Right. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking. The yeah. Anyways, it's been it's been a minute since I've, yeah, I've no thought shit. about them. Um, so ninety nine. Oh, so Jekyll Brothers drops number six on Billboards. Yep. So now it's like they're they're a thing. They're out there. Ninety nine also brings Woodstock. Yeah. 99. So while they were on the Asylum uh, store tour. Bruce and Usler were informed by their manager at BC that they were offered a hundred grand to perform in Woodstock '99. Yeah, uh, they were ex- they were excited about it, obviously, and indicated their impact to the music industry. Uh, some people perceived them participating in Woodstock was as, as a sellout for the group. However, Bruce and Usler d- disagreed. This was actually pretty like this is a good response. No, a hundred percent. Bruce explains Woodstock sold out the mainstream style for us. Woodstock never came to us and asked us to change a fucking thing about us or our show. They wanted ICP just for ICP, who ICP is, and nothing else. If that ain't fresh, then I don't know what the fuck is. And you got to give them that. like, And, like, you can go and watch footage on YouTube of them at Woodstock 99. Yeah. Like, Woodstock 99 is, like, the 90s version of the Fire Festival. It was just... But people it actually played. Yeah, it was just it nuts. Was, was it 20 years? It was 20 years, right? Was it 20-year anniversary? Yeah, they do it every 20 years. I don't know. But it was Woodstock 99 was fucked. You got to think, though. Music in Rap 99. Rock. It was yeah. weird. Lenny break Kravitz. Break stuff. Break stuff. <laughs> like, Remember the, uh, the Family fuck, Values dude, Tours? So I fucking... I got my dad to get me that for pay-per-view. It was $199 on pay-per-view. What? $200? He did it for me. But this is what I did. You taped it. VHS. Yes. Dude, I set alarms. I fucking VHS the whole fucking thing. That's I had, amazing. And then I was like, oh, fucking wicked. I have this on VHS. And then one fucked up. I was like, oh, whatever. Because uh, I really wanted to see corn. Yeah. Because I was into corn then. Yeah. And then fucking it all came out anyway on fucking DVD and fucking all that, VHS. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, I wasted all that time. For nothing. And I, was, I remember like fighting to stay awake to watch but, this. But like the, P, the, the PPV, as the, the kids called yeah. it, it was live. Like they just That's had a camera That's what was fucking on. cool. Yeah. And had, like all the little fuck ups were there. When the, when the band stopped playing, it stopped playing. And yeah. like, the, and back then there was no filler. Nope. There was the, so they would just like pan around and you see in the fucking, in the crowd, what was going yeah, on. Yeah. The they had like shit. the, the in between band camera and yeah. it was just like, it was just a, a security footage. So many boobs. So many, boobs. so many boobs. It That's why great. it was $200. So many people though. Like that was a crazy fucking crazy, crazy thing. I remember waking up. I, I fell asleep on the couch. No, yeah. on the chair. Sorry. Lazy chair, the lazy boy. Yeah. And I was like, f- I fell asleep. And I was like, oh, and then I woke up in a panic because I forgot about my VHS and I looked, it was still recording and I looked up. I'm like, <gasps> and it was still going. And yeah. I just sat there and I kept watching it. My That's dad's awesome. like, you're not doing nothing. I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm watching you, my show. You paid 200 bucks for this. I'm going to watch it. It's just people all in the boobies. <laughs> yeah, dad. It was totally rad. With the boobies. Yeah. <laughs> so 99 was a big year for him. Then 2002 hits. Yep. The end of it all. P 
people speculated that they would commit suicide and there were suicide packs because <laughs> it was the end of the Dark Carnival. The Wraith Shangri-La drops number one on independent billboards. I think it was like number 20-something on regular billboards. I had it on vinyl. I can't find it anymore. That's fine. It's probably worth money. Probably. I never opened it. because I was Really? Like, no. Wow. I didn't have anything to play it on. I just had it. Well, you I, could probably sell that to a juggalo for a pretty penny. No shit. Like. Anyways, but yeah, Nathan, yeah, Nathan got me that. So yeah, awesome. that happens. Then 04 hits, and they release the Wraith Part Two Hell's Pit. So Shangri La was heaven. Then you had Hell's Pit. Well, in in July 2000, Bruce and Usher staged the first annual gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, now it's a th- it's a thing. They had a Canadian Juggalo gathering yeah. in Calgary. That's fucked. Mercury we should went and it. checked it out. We talked about it. But I don't think we committed to it. It's a big commitment after watching some of that shit. So it happened at the Novi Expo Center in Novi, Michigan. Yeah. Described by Bruce as a juggalo Woodstock, the gathering of the juggalos was a three-day musical festival featuring wrestling games, seminars, contests, sideshows, and performances by all psychedelic records artists, psychopathic records artists. Yeah, that's Also featured an event of... Vampiro, who both wrestled, remember Vampiro? Yeah, I, I do. totally remember him. Wrestling and performed Project Born. Yeah. And Vampiro. Cottonmouth Kings? Cottonmouth Kings. Thank you. It was like Cottonmouth Kings and Twisted. Twisted was a big. Yes. But then they departed. They, like, they have nothing to do with the psychopathic. And then anymore. Big Money Hustler was released to uh, direct to video. Oh my gosh. Dude, do yourself a favor and, well, I'm gonna, and watch I'll it. I'll try to find like, it. And then Big Money Rustler is like. A western, a juggalo western. Oh it's my god, it's fucked. So, anyways, um, most of my research stopped there. Oh, okay, I got lots more. Okay, yeah, because there's a whole new set of Joker cards that they're working on right now. Cool. So apparently, there's three, and I, if you looked it up on their Spotify, it's like they're weird names. Like one's like the Mega Pop, and the other one's like the Mega Boom, and the other one's like Prickly Toes. Like they're they're weird names. They, yeah, they they're, they're not, they're not the normal. Same. And they've more turned into like a parody of they've nick caged themselves. Yeah. I got the discography right here. Holy fuck. Look at all of them. Alec. Oh there it is, the mighty death pop is the Bang Pow Boom Blue. Yeah, they have like different colors Jesus and stuff. Tits. They've put the music out. Like they've put music out, man. Oh they have God. a body of work. Dog Beats, American Psycho Tour exclusive, when I'm clowning. Yeah, see it's yeah. But yeah, like they're new they got new Joker cards. Carnival of Christmas. They have a Christmas album. You didn't know that? No. I, even I knew that. I remember that. I didn't. I didn't 2016. Juggalo party. Like, yeah, if you're... Vomit. Um. So, yeah, there's a book written by author Stephen Miller. It's called Juggalo, ICP Fans and the World They Made. Um. I've picked it up a couple times. I, mean, I have it on hold now at the library, and I'm going to read it. Why don't you audiobook it? I don't know. I've been. I'm trying to read 50 books this year, and I'm like... I'm only going to get to 12 because it you, takes, takes me about a deal with what you got to deal with first and then go read your books. But that's what is helping me deal with what I'm dealing with. Well, then it's, that works. Yeah. That works. I'm, like I'm taking to reading. Yeah. I'm reading, you know, dude, Hiccup. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. When you, <laughs> you're like, I'm taking to reading. You know what I pictured? I'm ne- taking to reading. The never ending story and you're like hiding in your attic eating an apple and you're like, man, no! that would be amazing. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Oh, shit. Um... Yeah, no, the ICP, they've kind of turned into, like, a parody of themselves where they had, like, magnets. How do those work? That was... Right? Yeah, like, 
and they've like come out and said that like they were never Satan, like promoting Satan. They've always loved the Lord, and they've always had like Christian values and stuff. And well, that's like uh, who the fuck was that other guy? Was uh, like Violent that? J's son is like a big time furry. Really? Like in the furry community, oh, like Violent Ooh. J has a furry costume with like his face paint and stuff. And really. Yeah, they're. Uh, they did a video with furries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like to because like his son got a furry suit made and then got ripped off on the internet, so he like was yep. like, "Fuck you, we the the, the insane clown, the juggalos accept everyone." That's like one thing. That's you a can't. fucked up part. Do you have the info on the FBI claiming they were a gang no, well, and stuff? Uh, we talked remember, about it. Yeah. We talked about the march and everything. So the way they did it was the, the reason why they they claimed him as a gang is because there was enough of them to claim they were a gang i guess yeah there was enough people that identified as juggalos, juggalos with the face paint that they made and the them tattoos a gang. and the tattoos so like the, the hatchet man exactly so to make a gang you have to have so many people and they have to be uh, look all a certain way and act a certain way but they're all the same yeah right to become a gang so like if we started the awesome hour gang you'd all have to fucking have <laughs> awesome hour on your fucking face or some stupid Under our shit. Eyes, just, just like awesome hour Oh, dude. This is awesome. Always awesome. <laughs> Stay awesome. Oh. Anything but awesome like that? Yeah. You're in the awesome hour gang. You're, oh, you're Nobody fucking do that. Nobody. No face tattoos. Unless you're into that sort of thing. I, I mean, just don't want to be part of it. Unless you're a fucking juggalo or a, a SoundCloud rapper. So the 10th gathering of the jugglers took place in Ho- Hog Rock. In Hog Rock. Yeah. <laughs> in a cave in Rock, Illinois. From August 6th and 9th, the event had... The largest attendance of the gathering in history. Yeah. This is the one with the 20,000 people with yeah. over 120 artists performing at that's the event. That's crazy. Including the likes of Tech 9 You got to think that's like an organizational nightmare. That's why they're fucking FBI. Cottonmouth Kings, Ice Cube, Gwar, Coolio, Vanilla Ice, Onyx, Scarface, the, Date, the Dayton Family, Bizarre, the Sham, and Natus, and then it keeps going. That's crazy, dude. Dude, right? Like you gotta see what the ICP have done. They've like they die now. Like Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope die. Like this lives on though. Like forever. They, like they've like forever, created forever. a cult. Like it's a culture. That's well. That's why the FBI was worried about it. Yeah. Right. Because they could fucking be like, yo, they could they could legitimately rally but up. Nowhere else but the states could nope. that take off. No, nope. you're you totally know? right. You're totally right. They could be like, yo, juggalos rally up. We're gonna go live over here. Yeah. And they would like, just all of them sweet. would go. We're all gonna live in yurts that look like mm. carnival tents. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's just carnival I can see it. Oh, that's terrifying. They just buy a state. They just buy Detroit at this point. And they just fucking fence it off, and it's like you got to walk through oh the carnival gosh, gates to get dude. in. Detroit just becomes Juggalo land. Oh my god, that'd be great. That's crazy. That's a fucking great idea. You so guys yeah, should do it. Do it. So that was uh, that was an episode. It was it was a filler. <laughs> it's a filler for sure. Um, we'll be back at you next week uh, with possibly a guest, but if not, Ivan and Alec will be back as I'm talking as about always. us in the third person. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Go watch some old ICP. Uh, go watch the homies video. Go watch Insane Clown Posse's homies. I think Fifi Dobson's in that video. Yeah, I think you're right. Go watch homies because you know what? That is a, that is. That is a standout song from the Insane Clown Posse. I will, I vouch for homies. I back homies. 
fuck. Go watch homies, the homies music video. Yo, people are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? How come the Awesome Hours only got a fucking half an hour show or whatever the fuck it is? And they're, they're watching insane Juggalos? Insane club. <laughs> I'm going to call the episode Juggalos. You better. Like, And then it'll just be like, we talk about the ICP. Watch just, it go viral. Or call it homies. That movie, I'm going to call it Juggalos. Call it Juggalos. <laughs> fucking Juggalos. And then it's... We the might real get by the FBI. <laughs> Juggalos, the real s- s- awesome story of the, the awesome story of the Insane Clown Posse. We go deep inside. You know what? I'm going to send an email to them. I'm going to see Do if it. we can't have them on the op- awesome hour. Are they like a call-in? Are they? Yeah, I fucking we can hook up a call-in or a Skype. This is stuff we don't need to be recording. <laughs> but no, still go watch homies. Enjoy your life. Hug the Ow. ones you love, and we'll we'll see you when we see. You. I'm Alec. Shemapel Ivan. Stay awesome. That was another episode of The Awesome Hour. You can get all our info at theawesomehour.com. Don't forget to rate and review us, follow our social media, and leave a comment below. Stay awesome.